Welcome back to Love Murder Current Affairs, our show about the cases of love gone fatally wrong that are in the news right now. Our main story today focuses on a car crash off of a 250-foot sheer cliff. But before that, a few quick updates. In the famous case of Adnan Saeed, the subject of the breakout podcast, Serials First Season, Saeed is now working as a program associate for Georgetown University's Prisons and Justice Initiative. While still incarcerated, Saeed had been part of Georgetown's first bachelor degree program for prisoners. He said of the new job, to go from prison to being a Georgetown student and then to actually being on campus on a pathway to work for Georgetown at the Prisons and Justice Initiative, it's a full circle moment. He said, PJI changed my life. It changed my family's life. And hopefully I can have the same kind of impact on others. Sadly, that is not the only thing going on in that case. Murder victim Heyman Lee's brother has requested a do-over effectively of the hearing during which Saeed's conviction was vacated. He is arguing that he and his family were not given adequate notice about the hearing and the evidence had been withheld from them. That legal battle is ongoing. Meanwhile, in the UK, the trial of the accused child murderer Lucy Letby continues. The prosecution is slowly working their way through charges of murdering seven babies and attempting to murder another 10. Recently, they've been focused on how Letby tried three times to unsuccessfully murder a premature baby known as Child One for legal reasons before finally succeeding on the fourth. Rubbing salt in the wound, Child One's mother said after they had been informed of the baby's death, Letby basically wouldn't shut up. She was smiling and kept going on about how she was present at the first bath and how Child One had loved it. I wish she would just stop talking. Eventually, she realized and stopped. It wasn't something we wanted to hear. The trial of this absolute monster is expected to last at least six months. Oh, those poor families having to go through this for so long. I mean, I think it's impossible, though, that they don't get some justice in this case. I mean, all they can do is continue to fight for this so that that woman can't be anywhere near another baby again. Ever. Now on to our main story. On January 2nd, a story that started looking like a tragedy turned into a miracle and then something altogether different. Devil's Slide is an extremely picturesque, extremely dangerous section of California Highway that runs alongside the Pacific Ocean between Pacifica and Montara just south of the San Francisco Bay. The section of road has a long history of danger, both real and in popular culture. Much of it was destroyed in a landslide in 1940. In 1960, it was featured in the Lana Turner and Anthony Quinn thriller Portrait in Black, when two doomed lovers deliberately push a car containing the body of a murdered man over the cliff. In 1995, another massive landslide closed the road for two years. In April 2006, the road began developing large cracks, indicating another slide was coming and forcing another five-month shutdown. Finally, in 2013, much of the road was shut down and replaced with tunnels, with the former road being open to pedestrians and bicyclists. Still, even since much of the road was shut down, there have been nine fatalities along the road. So on January 2nd, when a white Tesla plunged 250 feet over a cliff, no one held out much hope that any of the passengers would survive. Remarkably, all four of the people in the car survived. Cal Fire tweeted, This morning a vehicle with two adults and two minors went over a cliff at Devil's Slide in San Mateo County. Witnesses saw the accident and called 911. The car plunged hundreds of feet down the cliff and landed on the beach, 
all four patients were successfully rescued. Unbelievable. Incredible. Battalion chief for the Coastside Fire Protection District, Brian Pottinger, said that when they got to the vehicle, damage suggested it had flipped several times before landing upright on the beach below. But when they arrived on the scene about an hour after the crash, they saw movement. We knew we had at least one person that was alive, he added. We were actually very shocked. They never live. This was an absolute miracle. According to those early news conferences, the two adults in the car suffered non-life-threatening injuries, with the children's injuries being described as moderate. All of the passengers were conscious and alert when authorities arrived. Initially, people wondered if this had been a tragic accident with a partially self-driving Tesla. However, authorities said that they did not believe the car was operating in autopilot at the time of the crash. However, it wasn't long before it was clear that something more sinister was going on. Witnesses described the car driving in a straight line off the cliff. San Mateo County District Attorney Steve Wagstaff said of those descriptions, without getting into too much detail, there was no weaving back and forth. There appeared to be nothing mechanically wrong going on with the vehicle. There were no taillights ignited, there was no braking or skidding. Wagstaff also shared the chilling first statement of the woman in the front seat. When paramedics got to 41-year-old Neha Patel, and asked what happened, she cried that her husband, the driver, had intentionally tried to kill his family. He tried to kill us, she said. He intentionally drove off the side. According to Wagstaff, there were multiple people who heard her say that. However, Neha was the most injured of everyone in the car, and so was quickly calmed down by paramedics so she could be taken along with the rest of her family to local hospitals. She and the other adult passenger were able to be pulled out windows and then transferred to a waiting helicopter, while the children were cut out of the vehicle using Jaws of Life tools and pulled up the cliff by hand in a rescue basket. A month later, Neha is the only member of the family still in the hospital. Her husband, and it appears attempted murderer, was a Pasadena resident and a radiologist named Darmesh Patel. The other two passengers were their seven-year-old daughter and four-year-old son. Remarkably, the four-year-old not only survived, but according to authorities, had no injuries. That's incredible. What started out looking like it could be a cautionary tale around self-driving cars now looks like an advertisement for Tesla's safety features. I absolutely thought it was just another Tesla horror story when I first... I was hoping it wasn't because I have a lot of hope for the self-driving cars of the future. <laughs> Yeah, you hear about it all the time. Yeah, I just, I really am hopeful for it. And so when I heard the story too, I was like, shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, oh no, here we go again. And I have been shocked at how this story has developed. Me too, yeah. The people that knew Darmesh and Neha are trying to understand why. In a conversation with the Los Angeles Times, neighbors described the Patels as idyllic with no indication of issues. They often saw Darmesh playing outside with his kids. The Patel's neighbor, Sarah Walker, said, really, I can't believe it. No one can believe it. They felt like newlyweds. The way they interact and look at each other, it just felt like they should be together. Sound familiar? Mm -hmm. But believe it or not, on January 28th, Darmesh was released from the hospital and taken straight to prison. On Monday, January 30th, Darmesh was charged with three counts of attempted first-degree murder and child abuse along with two of the three having additional enhancements for great bodily injury and domestic abuse. 
a San Mateo judge on Monday granted a request to hold him without bail, citing the danger he posed to his family. The prosecutors were also looking for a no-contact order, but Judge Jeffrey Finnegan instead granted a no-harassment order, which allows Dermesh to contact his wife and children, but only if it's peaceful and non-threatening. Uh, this seems absolutely ludicrous. Yeah, I mean, that's like, are they monitoring every conversation then? Yeah, I just don't think you should be contacted by the person who drove you off a cliff. No, ever. But since he is in jail without bail, they can say no to the calls, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. So far, prosecutors do not have a motive. During the press conference about the arrest, the district attorney said that between Neha's incriminating statements to the paramedics and evidence from eyewitnesses and surveillance cameras, there is enough evidence to prove that Darmesh's actions were intentional. Here's a clip of DA Wagstaff describing their evidence. I would put it in a couple of categories of evidence there. Number one would be uh, eyewitness testimony, the people who were driving behind him, described for us very, very in good detail about the vehicle's movements, the fact of uh, lack of brake lights, things of that nature. And then number uh, two, on the Tom Lantos tunnel, there is a, uh, there are cameras on that. And so we have video showing the movement of the car as it went, after it left the tunnel, went up the hill, went, turned off of the road, and then turned to go down the cliff. Uh, that video, which no, I'm not releasing uh, out for review, is, uh, those were the sort of key components to it. I mean, many of you have heard that the wife made a statement to the paramedics when she was removed from the vehicle after they rappelled down that cliff to uh, get her out. But that's not what we're basing it on. We're really trying our cases based on the witnesses in the camera. So on the one hand, the prosecution is fairly convinced that it was an intentional act. Wagstaff said, I am convinced that on the evidence we have at this point, that it was an intentional act. At the same time, however, they remain open to learning more about what actually happened. Wagstaff said, now, again, multiple things could occur, and this happens in criminal cases where the family comes forward and they give us a description of some things that put a different light on it. Or the wife comes forward and says, let me tell you what occurred and to explain it. He also left open the possibility that the California Highway Patrol's major accident investigation team, MATE, comes back and says, look, there was a mechanical difficulty with the vehicle. So the facts, the whole story is not out yet. It's just the story we have right now. It certainly appears that this was intentional act to us, and that's why we file the charges. But we'll learn. We'll find out hopefully more as time goes on. So far, Patel has not entered a plea, and his attorney has not spoken with press or given any statements. A hearing is currently scheduled for February 9th. The maximum punishment for each of these three counts of attempted murder is 70 years to life in prison. As parents, this is one of the more shocking cases that we have come across lately. It's really hard to contemplate why somebody would want to drive themselves and their family off of a cliff. Although, Andy, we've seen it before. It's like the same exact family annihilation thing. I wonder what was going on through his brain. Also, if you guys are familiar with the true crime podcast, Broken Hearts, remember that case? It's screaming that. It's terrifying. It is an absolute miracle that they all survived and that the kids, or at least the son, seem to have such mild injuries. But with the hearing coming up, there will likely be a lot more information coming out, which we will update you about on future shows. 
Yeah, they definitely had a guardian angel looking out for them that day. Or a few. Uh, quite a few to bring that car down and have it land on its tires. It's truly unbelievable. For now, our best to Neha Patel and her children. Until next time, I'm Jesse Prey. And I'm Andy Cassette, signing off for Love Murder Current Affairs. 